You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. He was kind of like he was kind of like the park's superhero in a way. Okay. But he, he wanted attention so badly. Like, like it was the look walk- at me, don't look at me kind of thing? Yeah, it was kind of like that. So people would walk by him, and if they didn't notice it, then he would turn it on. And then they'd be like, <laughs> oh, well, that's pretty cool. And the look on his face has every time that happened, just be like, well, Ugh. fine, let me get up and show you. And then he'd stand up and start twirling him around Wait, and like hitting him on a tree. He had two of them. But he wouldn't let anybody else touch him either. Oh, okay. That was another one of the things. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in and finding us. We do greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, I do want to say... Of course, if you're going to buy anything from Amazon.com, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. We really appreciate that. And Let also, me just tell you, Greg. Yes, sir. I might or might not have purchased someone a birthday present last night. A birthday present? Maybe for someone who's turning 39 this year. I am not turning 39. <laughs> How old are you turning? I'm 38. Okay, you're going to be 38. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but I might have gone to the FunEmploymentRadio.com uh, website and then clicked on the Amazon link and then made a purchase through Amazon for your 38th year that's coming up. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? I am so excited. Okay, I'm going to be know honest. when you get somebody a good present? Like, I got you a good present. See, and I, I, I appreciate you and I want to believe that. However, the fact that you're so excited makes me question it. Maybe it's not going to be as cool as... You will be... You will be super excited. What about is it? it? I'm not going to tell you. You'll, you're going to have to wait for your give birthday. Give me a hint. Give me a hint on it. It's fun. Okay, give me another hint. Give me one more hint on it. Mm. No, I don't want to because I'm going to inadvertently give something away. Is it a Bigfoot? It's not a Bigfoot. Is it Britney it's something, Spears? It's something you like. Is it a person? It's not a person. It's not a person. You can't buy people on Amazon.com. Damn. I don't okay. Think. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll have to. I'll have to see if I can figure. Oh yeah, this out I was this. corrected. You won't be in your thirty eighth year. You'll be in your thirty ninth year. That is. That you is. always have to remind me of that. So I just want yes. to do the same for Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No Sarah. problem. My, all right. My pleasure. Yes. Uh, all right. So I'm just saying. Be excited. Okay. Okay. All right. I will uh, do that. But go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. And that is where you can uh, make those purchases. All right. So what I was talking about at the beginning of the show is, is this. I was working one of my side jobs yesterday. And, um, and it's downtown. And I, uh, I was working – well, I've, t- I've talked about it before. I was working at the yeah. art museum. And so uh, for a lot of it, though, I was outside yesterday kind of in the afternoon. And if you don't know downtown Portland, there's this area called the Park Blocks. The Park Blocks are full of uh, amazing – uh, No, not really. Well, I mean, yes, ostensibly they look like that. Well, yeah, because I guess I've never spent an extensive amount of time there. Oh, no. If you just walk through the Park Blocks really quickly, then, yeah, you, you think, oh, wow, this is very nice, downtown parks and all that stuff. They're very well put together. However, once you once you actually stand there and observe, so so where I'm working, I'm actually looking at the park blocks for for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. So so much so that I can stand there and, and watch it, and I start to realize who the regulars are and who are the people that are just visiting. Oh, so, so you have some regulars now? Oh no, it's not just regulars. I mean, these people they hang out in the park, and that's what they do. And what I'm what I'm trying to say is, it's it's one of those things where. You 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 watch it and you observe it and you realize it's like you're looking through a glass window like into somebody else's life. It's almost like you're peeping because this is their life in that – even though it's a public space, it is their life in that park blocks. And there's different groups and there's different like 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 little, little hangout things and so there's different like people. There's like different characters. You're still peeping but you're not through a Oh, window. yeah. I start naming them like because I watch them but they don't really like, – like to them too, it's almost like you're – I hate to say this, but it is kind of like you're in a zoo because I can look in at them, even though we're just across the street from each other. They don't see beyond the park walls. They don't see beyond that. So they don't even realize I'm standing right there across the street and I can just observe them in their natural habitat. Okay. So the park people. So like, so you're kind of like part of the building to them. Yeah. Like they, you don't even really exist. I don't think I don't think the sidewalk past the park exists to them. So the, the park blocks, it's like one block, like one city block that's a, a park and it goes down, you know, several, several of these, hence the park blocks. And so, um, yeah, they don't see beyond the walls of that. Hmm. And there's there's it's great. Like I started naming the different uh, kind of people like there's obviously there's the there's always a sleeper. There's always one person sleeping in the park. Blocks. A sleeper. Oh, yeah. A sleeper. There's always a sleeper. 
like okay. dead, dead, dead asleep. Probably not dead. Maybe dead. Somebody uh, uh, laying down on the grass. I want to pick up a stick and poke him with it to find out. Yeah, I, I actually observed a police officer who was on a bike, like stopped and walked over and just like stared at the person sleeping for a few minutes, and then I think was doing the same kind of thing I did, where it's like, are they, are they still there? Are they alive? Oh no, they're fine. And then then got back off. Did he left. poke him with anything? Or he didn't poke him with a stick. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I never poked. A person with a stick. You I thought, want, about, I thought it. about it though. That was in Vancouver. That's like that's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about poking someone with a stick. That's the difference between you and everybody else. Yeah, yeah. You you contemplated actually picking up a stick and I poking thought, a stranger. It was in a park in Vancouver. I was checking for this this gentleman's safety. He was sleeping, and uh, he looked really, really, really asleep. And I wasn't sure. I didn't want to. You know, he'd been outside. I, I didn't want to get my hands dirty, so I thought about getting a stick. Wow, you're and like, a snob. Well, I'm not a snob. I'm saying you I are didn't a wanna... snob. You didn't want to get your hands dirty. He's a guy who's touching... been sleeping in the park for a long time. I didn't want to walk over and like start rubbing my hands on him. Like, hey, pal. Yeah, you know how hey, you're going to make friends with somebody by poking them with a stick. You want me to give him, give him like a back massage and be like, hey, bud, hey, pal, stranger. Stranger man sleeping in the park. Are you okay? You doing all right? I mean, you know, what What am I supposed to do? Um, so, so, speaking of the chat, by the way, this was the white guy that I was poking. Uh, but anyway, so so I was, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't actually poke him with a stick, but I I thought about it. Okay, I know. You. Yeah. I, I thought about it. I thought I about it. I didn't do it. I feel like I need to explain this. Okay. So... So, <laughs> so anyway, the, there's always a sleeper in the park. And then on top of that, you have the, there's a group. There's a group, and I'm I'm still waiting. Are they a group up of like shit apples? Yeah, but they're a little bit older. They're, Ooh, they're shit, older apples shit apples who grew up to just be older shit apples. Okay, so like the, the two old like you should have grown out of skateboarding in the park with your shirt off and smoking uh, sm- smoking marijuana in the park openly at, at like sound older, Greg. The, well, I'm saying at five in the <laughs> afternoon. Like, you probably shouldn't be – man, maybe I'm judging. <laughs> that was the best. With your shirt off, skateboarding, smoking your marijuana. And by the way, the state of Greg's mind today, he just threw his hat across the room. Just so you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, the, the, this is a guy – this is like one of those – okay. I saw somebody talk about this the other day or, or send us something about this. You know the, the, the meth heads on bicycles? Yeah. The meth heads on bicycles. Like every city has a meth head on a bicycle. And well, there's so many and it's summer. They're just going to be more and more. Yeah, and they're, they're everywhere. Like everywhere. every city in the United States, you know what I'm talking about when I say a meth head on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Because they're riding around. They jump into traffic. They hop up on curbs. And somebody did a good parody article about this. And and there's those guys. There's also the same the same equivalent in skateboard dudes. Not all skateboarders. Believe me, I am not saying that. It's just like not all people that ride bikes are meth heads on bicycles. Mm. Not all people that, that are on skateboards are meth heads on skate, skateboards. But there is that section. There's the section. That are the meth heads on skateboards. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they exist just like everything else. And this, this is those kind of guys. Those kind of guys are the ones that hang out there at the park. Okay. At the park across from me. Yeah, so they've got and their whole little their group. Smoking their marijuana cigarettes. Smoking their marijuana cigarettes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, you're frustrating me so much today. <laughs> you're you are worse than a computer today. to me right now. Do you want to poke me with a stick? I do want to poke you with a stick. <laughs> You are driving me insane today. After I just told you that I got you a nice birthday present. Yeah, kind of. Yes, you did say that. You did say that. I did, not kind of. I did say it. <laughs> and not only did I say it, I used our Amazon link to get it. Well, that's the most important part right there. All right. So, so uh, you know, then you have those guys. There's that group. Now, with that group, I'm trying to describe the group that I watched yesterday, okay? <laughs> Look, there's this group. Now, in charge of that group, though. Is somebody that was that was unexpected to me. It was um, a very, very, very loud uh, lady okay. who was who was doing the um, doing the complete the complete meth dance. You know where where you walk around in circles and like scratching stuff and like scratching the arms and like constantly fidgeting with your yeah, shirt, stop scratching yourself. Well, like that's you, what she was doing. I know now it makes me itchy. Don't do that. But the whole time she was, but the whole time she was walking around there and doing this, and she was yelling out. Um, she was she was yelling out, "I will I will kick anyone's ass! I will kick anyone's ass! I will kick anyone's ass!" And was doing that in a circle. And Whoa. her buddies just so hung she's out like with her. A repeater? Her. Yeah, she was a repeater. And then she'd walk back. She would walk around in circles. And then she'd walk back and forth. And she would yell that at everybody that walked by. And surprisingly, nobody uh, took her up on her offer uh, to to fight her. But she did that for probably a good. 
I mean, I don't want to say it was forever, but it was probably a good 20 minutes okay. of yelling this. I've noticed that that's uh, more and more, um, more and more crazy people in Portland have been doing that lately where they're yelling, but they latch on to one phrase. Right. And they just keep repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, and that that will that will happen. So it's yeah, they'll just kind of say that same thing, and and so this lady is that person, and that's okay. what she was doing. And then eventually she started changing her shirt, and I I just I didn't. Look at, <laughs> I just looked away. She was away. disrobing. She was disrobing. I believe she had a bra on, but yeah, she was just changing her clothes right there in the park in front of everybody. So that's what that's what she was doing. There, that's what you said. There are the invisible walls of the park where they think nobody else can see they them. They think nobody else can see them. Uh-huh. And then but she had her crew there that she was clearly she was the boss of that crew of Methhead skateboarders. Okay. She ran them. All like right. they they listened to her because when she was mad and, and like storming about, they all just sat down and just like really quietly just sat there and then when she was done, then they started, you know, getting up and then they'd ride their skateboards. So she's like right. the mama. She's like the mama bear of Yeah, the, or of she's the- Terrified them Met of something. Borders. Okay, I, I guess. I guess maybe. Maybe well, that's what it is. There's this fascinating book that uh, I read a long time ago, and it's called uh, All God's Children, and it's about the homeless in Portland and basically how there are these huge Portland families that are um, like basically there's a mother, like a, a matriarch and a patriarch of these families, and then different uh, you know, like brothers and sisters, and like it, it's just it's fascinating the way that it works, and that still exists in Portland. So maybe she was like the mother figure. Maybe it's like a, you know, Wendy and the Lost Boys. She's the Wendy to the shit apple Lost Boys. I I guess. I guess maybe. I don't think I, they're quite as magical as that. But yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, because they're all skateboarding and, you know, hooting and hollering. <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't know. I don't cigarettes. consider them quite quite the same as the that same boys. <laughs> The meth boys, maybe. There you go. Where Wendy changes her Is that what Peter Pan would have been in reality? Like it really wasn't that good? It was just a bunch of kids on a drug trip? Is that really that what it was about? That would kind of make sense, actually. That would I mean, make more they sense. Because they were rebellious little – I mean, the Lost Boys, I mean, they, were, they were abandoned you know, orphan kids, but they were kind of shitheads. An adult meth – somebody needs to make an adaptation where it's an adult meth version of Peter Pan. Something it, along those Portland. lines. It's Portland. It's happening at the park blocks, clearly. <laughs> right <laughs> Obviously. <now>. Obviously. <laughs> well, it would make sense. Well, oh, that- Shockwave in the chat said that, yeah, there's pixie dust. <laughs> That's true. So Tinkerbell could be the drug dealer. Instead of sprinkling pixie dust, it's like sprinkling a little meth dust for everybody. Little meth dust around little crystals, little crystal meth dust. Yeah, yeah, that that could that could possibly this be. This could it. totally work. All right, that does that does kind of work. Well, if that's the case, then this other person would probably be Captain Hook. So, so there, that was on one end of the park. The other end of the park was this this other guy, and I observed him. He was there for hours. I mean, because I, I was I worked fairly late last night. He was there until at least I would say from like five to eight. Every time I would go out wow. there, he was still there. Do it, and he was there when I arrived too. So he was doing the same thing the whole time. So this guy, he was sitting on a bench, and I could see at first when I when I first saw him over there, it looked like he had like a couple of walking sticks or something like that. I wasn't really sure what he had. And oh, then, like one of those urban hikers. Those people are he didn't everywhere look, lately. He didn't look like an urban hiker. Okay. So it's, I, and in case you don't know what an urban hiker is, urban hikers are people who walk around like a city, but they have like what looks like ski poles. But they're like hiking sticks, and it's just the weirdest thing. I don't understand why. I mean, they're not like disabled in any way, like able-bodied, you know, humans. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they have these little like walking sticks that looks like they're like walk skiing. Okay. Yeah. So that's like urban hiking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's really. Most... So he's not an urban hiker. No, no. This okay. guy did not look like an urban hiker. I'll say that. But he he was uh, he was over there. But it, but it looked like that's what he had. And so so he's sitting there, and all of a sudden you see. I'm like, I'm like, what is that? What does he have? And I see this thing light up right next to him. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh my God, he's got a lightsaber. This guy has a lightsaber. He has one of the, you know, the fake lightsabers, like what uh, Aaron has. Aaron Duran has one of those things. Uh, they're real Mikey lightsabers. Has right, they're real lightsabers. They're not and they fake actually light- will no. cut through you. Yes. No, it's, well, it's, it's an awesome toy, but he's got one of those things. And I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. And he's sitting there in his, in his, uh, on the bench and he just sits on the bench the whole time and he starts beating it on the ground and he's like beating it on things and like twirling it around as he's sitting, like twir- <laughs> doing twirl motions. And that's amazing. Yeah. And I'm watching. And then all of a sudden one of the, this guy walking through the park instantly comes over to him, like lured him right in. And the guy's like, the, I could tell the guy walking up. He's like, Oh wow, that's really cool. And the, the guy sitting there, the look on his face, he's just like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. Oh, this is he was like too cool. Yeah, and so so the the guy's asking him about it. So he stands up, and yes, he was beating on the guy. Yes, and so he so this guy stood up, and he starts twirling in the air, showing this random guy walking through the park his his tricks. And then out of nowhere, as if that wasn't enough, bam goes up the other arm. He's got a purple and a red lightsaber, oh, and he starts bashing them together. Were they the kind that when you hit them together, they make the? Absolutely, they are. And he, wow, you can hear everything in this park. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, though, it's not like this guy w- was letting other people hold his lightsaber. He was just sitting there showing, hitting his two lightsabers together and then like beating them on like poles and the sticks and all kinds of stuff. He was hitting them on everything. And then as soon as that person got bored of it, like, oh, OK, well, you're, you're that kid who just you have your toys, but you're not going to let anybody else. You're George Michael toys. Bluth in the garage yeah, but in not, the park. Yeah. And you're not going to let anybody else. Uh, play with those so all right i'll see you later and then they'd go away and then he'd stand there for a minute and he'd beat them for a while and like look around to see if anybody was looking and he's like uh nobody's looking Shit. and then he'd, then he'd go back sit right down on the bench and wait until people people would come up and he'd wait there and i could tell like he'd wait until they passed because if they noticed it then they would stop and then then he would show them it but if they walked by him and they didn't notice it as soon as they walked by he'd turn oh it my on God. so they'd turn around like oh my gosh and every time his same reaction, it was just like, oh, yeah, what, this? Oh, I didn't. Oh, it's no, just what I do. Uh, just I'm just sitting thing. on the park playing with my lightsaber, <laughs> so I didn't even know anybody else was around. God, even like the fucking. It was amazing. Even, it was so much fun. Even the crazy people in the park are so Portlandy. Like, you can't get away from people. Like, that sounds like every guy who brings a guitar to a bar patio <laughs> and starts playing. And like, that's what you do is you do not make eye contact with the person who brings the guitar and wants you to like listen to his songs. Like, that, you just have to learn how to ignore them because that's the thing like once you give a little bit of attention <laughs> then it's that, never going to stop that is absolutely true the unsolicited not somebody who's playing there that night or who's who's going to be performing or whatever the guy who just for no reason only of his own volition brings his guitar as though everyone's just waiting to hear God. to hear him sing yeah and sits down and just starts playing like you're on a, on a nice bar patio there's there's not a musician there. You're not oh, supposed yeah. to be le- seeing music. You're just hanging out, and this guy subjects you to his uh, the worst music. is there's that, a that, that that is that is pretty annoying. There's an enclosed patio up on uh, Upper Hawthorne. You know which one I'm talking about, where it's a really small patio, and there's a there's a particular guy who's always there, always with his guitar, and will just and it's like surrounded by walls, and his voice is. Just, I mean, it's, he's fine. I mean, he can be completely no, he's guitar. Not. He's not. I know. I'm trying to be <laughs> he's nice. He's pretty bad. He's pretty terrible. But he will not stop, and he'll just like sit there with his cigarettes and his beer, sitting in the corner, just like, like well, it's so loud you can't ignore it. You can't ignore it, but it's like it gets so uncomfortable because you're trying to ignore it, and he knows that you're trying to ignore it, so it just makes him sing louder, right? And then you're st- sitting there like trying not to make. See, eye but I would appreciate it more guy. if it was some kind of trolling thing. He really thinks that he's pretty amazing, and he's he's blessing you with his with his gift of song that you didn't want when you're hanging out at a bar talking to friends, not at a music club. <laughs> Which, by the way, there's quite a lot of open mics in this town you can probably find somewhere to play your music where people would want you to hear he's been driven out appropriate (laughs) yeah unless that's true unless he's been (laughs) sir you're not you're not allowed in here anymore um yeah that's kind of what that's the thing is like i'm a nice person and i i can strike up a conversation with most anybody but i never talk to um by himself guitar playing singing guy like never you never want to start a conversation with that guy no you don't look at them you don't make eye contact but see lightsaber man he was he was kind of false advertising because that's that's a little bit different in that you're luring people in because lightsabers are cool. Who's not going to want to see your lightsaber? Right. Like I want to look at your lightsaber. But then I walk up there. It sounds really weird the way you say and it. And he's got two of them and he won't let anybody else hold them. I was watching him. He he never once let anybody else pick up the lightsaber. Well, no, that's his lightsaber. Then why is he sitting there in the park? He's got two because of them. Because he's demonstrating his lightsaber talents. He's not saying, hey, everybody, play with my lightsaber. But he wants everybody to see him. And then standing up and he'd, he'd beat him really loud on everything too. So that was, that was his other thing to like draw more people in to look at his lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And he did let a guy take a picture of it once. Wow. There was a guy that How was long were you watching this guy? I worked for a long time last night. <laughs> and there were, there were some dull moments, some, some lulls where I had to stand outside and like help people. But most of the time it's just standing there. So I had plenty of time to observe things. It sounds and like And I you watched did. Lightsaber Man. He was my entertainment. He was my television. You know, I was looking in inside, in there. You know, once a uh, meth lady, uh, queen of meth, or what, what are we calling her? Uh, uh, she was Wendy. Okay, by the way, Shockwave came up with the best uh, the best name for the, you know, shit apple Peter Pan methods. Peter Panhandler. Peter Panhandler. All right, maybe. 
That might work. That's amazing. That might might work. There there does need to be an adaptation of this. So, like, Captain Hook, I don't think it'd be Lightsaber Man. Captain Hook would be, like, a guy, um, well, he'd be, what, in in charge of the meth or something like that? Or, like, lives down by the river and nobody wants to, he won't let anybody around there. We're in Portland, everybody lives down by the river. Well, yeah, but closer to the river. Not everybody lives right by the river. Um, I don't know. I got We got to. We got to work this out, though. We got to workshop this we idea workshop it before somebody bit. else takes this idea. Because clearly, it's gold. I mean, a uh, <laughs> golden, completely PC meth. Mm-hmm. Meth. Peter Pan. Yeah, Peter Meth-er Panhandler. Pan? Peter Panhandler. No, that's you can't mess with that title. Peter Panhandler is like the best name ever. All right. All it right. is so. Uh, yeah, it's being suggested that Captain Hook would be a cop. Oh, okay. That would be cause okay because that's but the is man. It a corrupt cop or. No, he would just probably be a, a all-around good guy. Oh, Captain Hook, yeah, yeah, just like a good guy. So, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah, Captain Hook is just he's trying to help him out. Like, guys, I got a free house for you. Come on, come on, you guys, just get off the streets. Let's get off the streets. Get off, get the, off streets, the meth. Bro. Get off yeah. the meth. <laughs> yeah, the the pirate ship is like a <laughs> like a, a bed or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh well, well, you saw that right. amazingness yesterday. I don't know. So, um, you know, of course, we've talked about before. We have our Periscope account, which Greg and I have been trying to do like at least once a day. Yes, where we like film random things or talk about like butts or I don't Let's know. Not advertise it that, in that okay. fashion. And I saw one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. So I was riding my bike to work. Uh, I work at a bar here in in Portland, and. I saw this, uh, and I had just been waiting at a stoplight, and then as I was going through, I heard this coming up behind me, and I turned to my left to look, and this woman in a rascal scooter, you know those, like, automated scooters, Uh the ones that you can, like, drive? Oh, oh, yes. Absolutely. zipping by me. I was like, what in the flying fuck is this? And she, just not a care in the world, just zipped down the street, not on the sidewalk, mind you, in the middle of the street, Right down the street, and I'm like, okay. nice. I'm like, like a boss. I'm like, I could do two things. I'm like, I have to be at work in ten minutes. I'm like, but I can't. I should. This is what the internet is made for. I'm like, I have to pull over. So I, I pulled over, got out my phone, uploaded Periscope, and then started filming this woman. <laughs> so I was following her, and she is just going nuts. Like she is. How on, fast would you say she was going? She was probably going like 15 miles an hour. That's that's pretty fast. She was it. going. On a rascal. I didn't know those things would go that fast. I think that she had it th- – I think she got it like uh, up the speed a little. My grandma, before she passed away, she had a rascal and they actually had to throttle the speed because they said <laughs> she was going too fast. <laughs> so they made her slow it down. But no, this one was the complete opposite. She was just booking it. Like so much so that when I stopped, uh, I stopped, got out my phone, like hit the button. Like she was already two blocks ahead of me. I'm like, wow. oh my god. She's just flying. So I ended up getting this video. Of this woman, and she's right down the middle of the street. Not safe at all. Like, right down the middle of the street. Like, no flag or anything on her thing. Just wearing, like, this big, wide-brimmed hat. <laughs> and as I'm following her, she's just kind of zipping around here and there. Then uh, as I get closer, I can hear that she's just singing a song <laughs> in her rascal going down the middle of the street. And there were a couple of people. Like, I saw a, a couple cars pass by, and everyone kind of was just looking at this woman like, what the fuck is going on there? <laughs> it was incredible. So Badass. You, yeah, so if you... um Follow us on Periscope. I saved that video on there so you can see it. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> I've just never seen anything like that like that before. Someone racing down the middle of the street in, in like an automated wheelchair. That is awesome. That was pretty fantastic. That, I could also see you being that person at some point in life. Are you serious? Tearing down the street and around, you tear down your street and well, you don't tear down your scooter right now. But when you get your scooter back, like you tear down the street, I, you, you, I could totally see you wearing a big brimmed hat, and I can totally see you singing to yourself. I mean, I am not. You're saying that you like are foreseeing me going batshit. <laughs> I mean, I think that you'll snap before I do. Oh, I'm not. It's not a competition. It I'm is not, a competition. I'm not deb- now you're going to snap before I, I do, you asshole. I'm not, I'm not saying I won't. I'm not saying I haven't already. What I'm saying though is, um, yeah, I could, I could see that being you at some point in life. Look, that lady was happy. She was having a good time. She was insane. She, <laughs> yeah, but she was happy. I mean, she was booking it down the street, belting out her tunes, like probably running over squirrels and just like <laughs> running people off the road. That would be you. It's having a grand old time, and you're in your head. Well, I do whole like world in a your head. Time. Yeah, she was having a pretty good time. It's like this city is full of like really fucked up superheroes. Because I talked about a few <laughs> weeks ago where I saw the yo-yo guy who stands at the bus stop with two yo-yos. Oh yeah, the yo-yo like he's guy. Training. What is it? And then you there's and people doing two things. Like, are you do you double it in your mind, or is this really 
Like two yo-yos, two lightsabers. Nah, don't ask me. That's just what okay. people do. Uh, so yeah, like, there's Yo-Yo Man. There's Meth Lady, or, uh, which Peter, Wendy. We still don't have a Peter Panhandler. Name. Yes, but that's not her name. She needs a name. There's two lightsabers guy, and then there's Rascal Woman. Like we have our own kind of Portland Avengers right there. I think that's what it is. There's something with that too. Where we've got a lot of things thrown out there. Uh, it's being assessed in the chat that you're going to have a breakdown where I am just eccentric. <laughs> is that what you call that? <laughs> yes. Huh. It's <laughs> just eccentric. What's the difference between crazy and eccentric? Um, diagnosis, probably. <laughs> I don't think eccentric people are diagnosed, though. That's right? what I'm saying. You just say, like, yeah, that's eccentric. Well, I know because like they're eccentric because they haven't been diagnosed as crazy. <laughs> oh, so okay. So that's what I think. I think that's how you can get away with being eccentric. Oh, yeah. all right, all right, okay. Huh. No, yeah, I, I love it when people call me eccentric because I know that they're just saying I'm nuts. Like when, like, yeah, that's it's a never, nice way. It's kind of a nice way of saying it's a that. nice way of saying that you think someone's crazy. Ours, gen, generally, though, aren't eccentric people more wealthy? Um, well, wealth allots uh, so more room for eccentricity. Oh, okay. You can mask it a little bit better. Well, no, you can mask it and you can accommodate it as oh. well. Like if you want to, you know, collect uh, stuff. Squirrels or whatever. Sumon in the chat says, Sarah's is stable, but Greg's problem is progressive. <laughs> you have become progressively more nutty. Greg's just zen with it. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want me to say? You're supposed to deny it. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm totally fine. <laughs> totally Everything's fine. Everything's okay in here. Totally Don't fine. Don't you worry about me. <laughs> yeah, there it is. God, Lifetime is just killing it. You know how I had announced that there was the 90210 movie that they were going to be doing? Then the uh, A Deadly Adoption comes out this weekend with Kristen Wiig and Will Farrell. What, what are you talking about? Lifetime. Oh. Well, because the 90210 music, hence gotcha. 90210 Lifetime movie, Lifetime Will Farrell. I see Wiig, where you're going. Deadly Adoption. Okay. I really just pulled a bunch of stories and haven't even edited them or done anything, so this is going to be kind of a crapshoot. So here we go. Hello, my friends. Hi, Greg. Hi. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Um, by the way, the present I got you is super awesome. What is it? I'm not going to tell you, but I'm just saying. Give like, me a hint. Be Give me nice a hint. to me. Give me a hint today, and I'll see if I can guess it. Okay. It's uh, something you can use. Water filter. Yes. I already have a water filter. Where'd you get your water filter? From Next Adventure. <laughs> Don't even. All right. Stop it there. All right. First up, Greg, we're going to be in a published book. What? Well, us and like a billion other people. Yes. Uh, News out of New York. A New York artist's latest project is going to be compiling a 7,600 volume print edition of Wikipedia. 7,600 books. That is going to be... Somebody is going to pay this person to do this. For $500,000. They're going to print out one 7,600-volume book of Wikipedia. Of Wikipedia. Why why would you do that? And I checked, Greg. We're on Wikipedia, which means we're going to be in a book. (laughs) A $500,000 book. I haven't looked at my Wikipedia page in a long time. I think I was still... Last I checked, but I haven't checked in a while. That's going to be embarrassing Uh, if I'm not. I Whoa, checked a I while have checked ago before I read this story. See, this is why written some these early shows me throw me off. I don't have time to like do all my um, proper preparation. Uh, Sarah X still on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, you still have one too. Hot dog. All right, well, we're going to be in a book that's going to be sold for $500,000. Um, oh, hey, did you know, according to your Wikipedia page? Um, oh, God. What? 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 Um, that uh, the Dylan in your name comes from your favorite Beverly Hills 90210 character, Somebody Dylan McKay, wrote that. <laughs> portrayed by Luke Perry. That is not true. The X in Sarah X Dillon does not stand for anything. She This is like a huge paragraph talking about the X in your What? Moment. All right, we're going to have to come back to this. We're going to come back to this. We need to read our Wikipedia pages. Michael Mandeberg, this is the, uh, the artist in New York, says he has spent the past three years designing software to convert the 11.5 million entries on Wikipedia into a print-friendly format that'll be uploaded to print-on-demand website lulu.com so you can print out every Wikipedia article that's ever been. But, 
you can already do that. I don't understand. Well, he's going to print it all out, and it's going to be projected in the gallery for visitors um, from now Why until would you July need to 2nd. print it out? Why not just put it on a projector? Because it? it's art. Because it's art, it's- Greg. Dumb. That's not art. Let me tell you about the, what the project's thesis is. Print Wikipedia is both a utilitarian visualization of the largest accumulation of human knowledge and a poetic gesture toward the futility of the scale of big data. What? Mandeberg says that the final product is, is expected to be about 7,600 volumes. He says, when I started, I wondered, what if I took this new thing and made it into an old thing? What, what would that look like? <laughs> wow, what a snob. Uh, the full set will be available for purchase, even though you can read it on the internet. I don't... Un- Why would you... I don't understand. Why would you purchase something that's free? I don't know. I'm going to print out every MySpace page, and I'm going to put those up onto a wall, and I'm going to sell that as an art art exhibit. People do that... Because it's speaking about projecting yourself out there to the world, but it's different when it's online or in your face and actually on a piece of paper, because then it's in the physical world and not the fantasy land you've created online. Think about that for a while. Give me half a million dollars. Well, Sold. You, Somebody's got to buy it. Yeah, you, you kind of bullshit too well. I could have done it. I know. Yeah. Yeah, somebody did that. I was reading that. That was day. a pitch I came up with on the spot right now. I Imagine know. if I spent time and crafted that as like an art project. You're kind of scary sometimes. I could get it done. I know. I know you could. All right. So if you want to purchase this, the full set will be available for purchase. So, you know, if you have $500,000, why don't you get a printed out Wikipedia thing? Or you can do something better with your money. So that's what's happening there. Next up. A woman in Jasper, Georgia, faces felony shoplifting charges after authorities say that she stole... 131 pairs of underwear from Walmart. That's a I lot of underwear. I would think that Walmart would have 131 pairs of underwear. How do you... Like, what was the... Why did where, she take the extra she put one? Uh, let's see. So so this happened uh, this past Sunday night. Uh, the panties... Ew, I hate the word panties. Yeah, please don't use that word on here. The Walmart panties were worth $749.95. $749.95 all in all. So for a hundred, that's how much it costs for uh, 131 pairs of Walmart underwear. Okay. The more you know. Uh, police say that Julia Marie Jones, 22 years young, tried to hide the garments, the panties. Stop saying that word. In her purse, a handbag, and multiple grocery bags that she had on her. She really wanted some underwear. Well, uh, she didn't get away with it. She was arrested and charged with felony theft by shoplifting and booked on Monday. She was released on Tuesday after posting a $5,000 bond. Uh, She has not responded to any interview requests. However, she's alluded to the incident on her Facebook page where she complains about people who keep tagging her in relation to the stories about the panty thievery. (laughs) Uh, she says, uh, it's a long post, you can find it online, but one of the things she says, she says, before you jump to conclusions, you should all stop to consider there may be a reason behind what you're tagging me in as to what happened. A reason why you had 131 pairs of underwear that just happened to be, you happen to be walking out the store with? Why would anyone possibly, like, was she going to try and start I, her own, like, Walmart underwear Honestly, shop? I want to hear what the reason is. I do, too. Yeah, if she's got a good excuse for that, I would love to hear it. I want to hear the behind-the-scenes reason as to why yeah. one steals 131 pairs of underwear. <laughs> Like a couple pair, I mean, I guess... Well, you, I was just saying, you should stop and think about that. Well, then you're the one that has it. Why don't you just tell us? What's the reason? I just love that she's that her friends, people that she's ostensibly friends with on Facebook, are tagging her in the, <laughs> in the panty thief stories. So much so she has to tell them to stop tagging her about it. I really want to know... Does she know how Facebook works, too? She can just make it so people can't <laughs> tag her. But you know, This is something weird. I, I would expect this to come from Portland. And I don't think I would ever drink this. Are you a fan of... Carrot juice? Yes, actually. Carrot juice is good. Oh, it's so gross. Good for your eyes. It's so gross. Well, a new kind of beer has been invented, and it's called Wabbit Season. Oh, I wouldn't be able to say that. I know. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say rabbit. I can't say I can't yeah. say that. Okay, rabbit season beer from Four Hearts Brewing Company. This has been invented in Australia. It's made uh, from 16% carrot juice. So uh, the Australian Broadcasting Company reports that the brewery collaborated with local farmers to develop a beer um, where the local farmers contributed all the carrots to use. So the beer is actually orange. It says that it's almost as orange as a cup of Fanta soda. Huh. 
and tastes strongly of carrots, but alcoholic carrots. I'd like it. I'd try it. I don't, I'm you not going to say I'd like it, character. but I'd try it. Yeah. We have some uh, listeners that live in Australia. Maybe they'll hey. want to ship you some. Hey. Please do your accent. Oh, hi there. Down there. G'day, mate. Hey, yeah. Crocodile Don G here. Just wanting you to ship up some, uh, some of that cat juice. That was really bad. That was so <laughs> Oh, good day from down under. Wow. Did you also know that there's uh, such thing as carrot cake flavored beer? Oh, that sounds nice. That was uh, made in Michigan. And in Delaware, there was wild carrot seed ale. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, their um, breweries have also been making beers from sweet potatoes, rhubarbs, uh, strawberries. Rhubarbs. Well, also, and this is kind of normal in Portland, so they're, they're pumpkin beers, cucumber, jalapeno beers. All right, Ed. Stop. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gonna walk about with root for Kilda this weekend. Big game. Big match. Out on the pitch. I talked about that this year, uh, last year and this year. It has come round again. For the third year, the Kings County Saloon in Brooklyn has held its annual... What contest do you think I'm going to be talking about? Oh, I know what this is because (laughs) I remember you. Every year. This is the third year I've brought it up. Is it the small penis competition? It is the third annual smallest penis contest. It's true, but now they've tacked on some additives. Including, uh, so now there's the smallest penis contest, which uh, also includes a side contest to find America's most beautiful vagina. So there you have it. They don't have it. They haven't had an interview with the uh, with the winner yet. I'll I'll give you updates, but really just saying that happened in Brooklyn. So if you let's see, so the winner this year. Oh, never mind. The winner this year was a contestant named the Puzzle Master. The Puzzle Master. That's what he calls himself. That's what the name of the small penis winner was. Yeah, the Puzzle Master. <laughs> the Puzzle Master. What are you doing here? Puzzle Master. No. <laughs> All right, I told you this is a mishmash. Yeah, I don't even know where anything's going right now. Okay, me neither. At a Rogersville, a Hawkins County man might have been uh, better off turning up the volume on his TV Tuesday evening rather than calling the police about a loud disturbance in the apartment next door, which turned out to be a man and a woman having sexual relations. Mm. But they were not happy that the police were called. Oh, no. And retaliate, they did. When the neighbor called the police on that same couple the second time because they thought they were fighting. Wait. It happened once. So he called the police because he thought that they that was like a domestic dispute. Turns out they were having sex. Turns out they were having they were having the sex. But then he did it again. So then he called the police again because the noises continued. A little bit of busybody action right there. Well, after he called the police uh, on the same couple the second time, the couple decided to retaliate by showing up at his doorstep and beating and stabbing him. He's fine. He he lived. Oh, okay. They beat him with a rake. Uh, so the couple. Wow. Yeah. Romantic. Uh, so the couple, uh, Johnny Allen Richards and Eric Brooke Lawson, are uh, two of uh, apparently two of Hawkins County Jail's most frequent guests. Since uh, since 2001, Johnny Richards has been arrested 45 times. Since 2001, uh, Aaron Lawson has been arrested 31 times. So this is what happened. So according to sources in law enforcement, on Tuesday evening, the sheriff's office was called twice to an apartment on complaints of a loud domestic disturbance involving Richards and Lawson. So uh, after deputies left the second time Tuesday evening, Lawson and Richards reportedly, and they look exactly how you would think they, they do. They do. I just they found what are they look just like. the trashiest. Does she looking. have a cross carved? She in her doesn't head? have a cross on her head. She fell in the drunk tank. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and that she cut her, her head open. in the drunk. Yeah, and split okay. her head open. All right, so after deputies left for the second time that Tuesday evening, Lawson and Richards reportedly went to confront the neighbor who had called the cops on them twice. An assault on the neighbor ensued, uh, at which cops were called to the scene again for the third time shortly before 8 p.m. So uh, the guy who had called, uh, the neighbor who had called said that he opened the door of the couple. Lawson allegedly hit him in the head with a rake hard enough to break the handle, then snapped the handle in half and stabbed him in the arm with the broken handle. Damn. Yeah. See, this makes a lot more sense why he was calling the police now. Yeah. Once I once I see what these people look like. Yes. It, you would call the police on them. Yeah, so they beat him with a rake, then snapped it in half and stabbed him with the rake. Uh, so they were both charged uh, with aggravated assault against the neighbor. 
Uh, so Lawson, who was intox- intoxicated, that was the woman, for, reportedly fell on the drunk tank and injured her forehead, which is why it looks like there's a cross on her forehead. As of Thursday, both of them remain in jail on without bond. Nobody loves them. They're just sitting there. Yeah, well, they have each other's love. They That's have each matters. other's sweet, sweet magic love making. There's another romance story right there. Yeah. I we mean, could who- be looking at the leads cast for... Uh, Peter Panham. They look like brother and sister, too. That's the creepy thing. Like, they have the same face. If you switch their hair, they'd look the same. They do kind of look the same. They do look the same. I, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, there you have it, my friends. Tra-la-la. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. But seriously, what do you do with 131 pairs of underwear? That's a lot of underwear. I mean, That's I wouldn't mind having a whole bunch. I guess you just wear one, throw it out each day. That's what I'd do if I was rich. I'd have a lot of pairs of socks. I'd have so many socks. I'd never wear I, the same socks twice. Well, I lose my socks, so I really don't yeah. wear them twice usually. I'll, I'll lose one. I hang on to my socks for far too long. I have socks that I had probably in like middle school. <sighs> wow. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. How are, how are they even held together? I don't know. They made socks good back in the 1900s. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, here's something else about you I don't mm. know if you're aware of. Oh, God. Taking a look at your page here. Oh, no. I haven't looked at that. I'm always scared to look at that. Do you want to know the in-depth reason of why you have X as your, uh, as in Sarah X Dillon? Because there's a paragraph reason on here. There is not. On your Wikipedia page that someone's put in. All right. The X in Sarah X Dillon does not stand for anything. She, along with Rick Emerson, is a huge fan of Futurama and wanted a distinguishing name for radio. So she chose to use a middle name of X in much the same way as the producer of Futurama, David X. Cohen, chose X due to there being another David Cohen on the rolls of SAG slash WGA. The addition of the X was done around the same time as moving of the Rick Emerson show to Max 910. It's true. All of this is true. What the hell? And many fans believe that it was an intercom-inspired change for the new station. She no, was it wasn't. Not, she was not allowed to use the X while working on Coin TV. A local employer, Intel Corp, uses the letter X in name-based email addresses to differentiate between full-time employees and contractors. Is that why? What the flying fuck? Does Intel have anything to do with it? No. No, I just liked it. it that's all on online? This is all what online the... as fact. That freaks me out a little. Well, I mean, is that real? Is any I of mean, that... yeah, the future op- all of that is real, except for the picking. No, nobody made me change my name. I just really liked how David X. Cohen. How but was... were you not allowed to use the X while working on Coin TV? Mm, no, I just, I just didn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that I wasn't allowed to. Huh? That's so weird. But it was right when I joined Max Nine Ten because Rick and I were sitting at. Uh, at, like my little Dude, cubicle there's... thing. And I remember telling him, I'm like, you know what? I was watching Futurama last night and I really like the name in David X. Cohen. I'm like, X looks really cool. I would kind of like that for my middle name. And that day on the show, Rick introduced me as Sarah X. Dillon. And then just it stuck. And nobody ever questioned. <laughs> That's so freaky. Huh. Don't tell me other things about me. No, there's a very – there's a lot of information on here. All right. What else? And then there's also some false – some stuff about Sportlandia that – no, I guess it's not really false. It's just out of date. Okay. About our other show that we had. Um, what does huh. it say about my personal life? Uh, Do I want to know? What does it say? It says uh, near where you live. Well, everyone knows I live in southeast Portland. Yeah. It's... it's um, I don't know. Do you want me to... Okay. It's, yeah, just, it's not accurate. Yeah. Uh, but it says Dylan lives in southeast Portland, Oregon, near the southeast Hawthorne New Seasons Market and the Baghdad Theater. Huh. That's where Which I used, used to, to be. live. Yeah, you, yeah, used to be, though. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> that was where you lived. That was where I lived. Yeah. There's details about your... What? Uh, you, uh, you, your self-professed favorite drink being cheap vodka sodas and our favorite places to hang being bars and that serve cheap vodka sodas. Oh, that's old. Um, yeah, you, there's, there's quite, a bit on, quite a bit on here. That's so freaky. Wait, what is your say? Sorry, you but guys. I'm I... sure mine is not that that detailed. That's really cool. I mean, that's nice that somebody took the time to do that. I just didn't realize that it was uh, that detailed. Oh, uh, well. Greg that's Nibbler. Funny. Mine's not going to be. I'm sure is it's an American nothing... internet radio host, internet television host, musician, and actor. Formerly of The Nibbler Show and The Rick Emerson Show, he is the current host of Fun Employment Radio. Greg Nibbler was born and raised in Independence, Oregon, attended Central High... Did you write this? No. Attending Central High School. He also attended Oregon State University. But all that stuff is on my resumes everywhere, so that's Graduating like a with a degree in marketing, he has lived in Portland, Oregon for 10 years and owns a home in the Southeast Portland area. I say that like three times a week on the show, so <laughs> none, of, none of this is... 
I can't imagine there's anything on here that would be anything that I didn't know. Wow. Um, wait, just let's... Uh, okay, let's huh. stop reading okay, the yeah. internet. What are we doing? Sorry, I don't know. This is like the most boring thing ever. It really is. It really is. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, I, need to change your, I need to change your uh, biography to how you live in an uh, converted attic <laughs> in your <laughs> house that you own in Southeast Portland. Anyway, there we go. <laughs> wow. All right, that's that's enough. Yes. We don't need to do that anymore. Oh, that's Let's strange. do a little bit of ball talk. Sorry, I just haven't thought about that in a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, it's potpourri of bozzles. A little of this, a little, little of that. Potpourri of bozzles. Potpourri of bozzles. <laughs> Going all over the place. All right. So first up in ball talk, we have this, the U.S. Women's World Cup team has made it into the knockout round, which is the round of 16, basically. So this is uh, you lose, you go home, and the U.S. will be taking on Colombia on June 22nd. So on Monday, U.S. will be taking on Colombia in the first the first match. Okay. Yep. So that's happening. Uh, I will say this for the Women's World Cup. There's a video out there of Spain and uh, South Korea played each other with Spain losing, meaning that they're out of the tournament, out of the World Cup. And it happened like towards the end of the game where uh, the Spain goalie just just messed up and let a ball go past and then it uh, scored for Korea. And that was pretty much the end of it. The look on her face, the video of oh, the pure discipline. No, that was it's actually kind of sad because she gets up and it's like she knows she just let them score. Like that's it. She and let the entire country down. The entire country is watching, and she just let them down. And she gets up and she just has this look of horror on her face and just puts her hands up to her face. It's. I felt bad for. Oh. I'll say this: I actually felt bad for someone. Mm. In one of those things. Wow, that takes a lot. I felt bad for. Moving on to ball talk. Um, as I said, is just a uh, potpourri of balls. We'll go to this. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks had their celebration for their winning the Stanley Cup. They had a giant, huge, uh, huge gathering at Soldier Field in Chicago. Okay, you know, live broadcast all over television and that. And one of their stars, Corey Crawford, came up to the mic on live television, and this is what he did. Cheered. No, that's the cheering. Wait for it. Fucking right, Chicago! <laughs> and then, uh, and then he just. This is an unbelievable feeling to win this at home. You guys make this unbelievable. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that was about it. So, fucking right, Chicago. Awesome. On live television. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, all right, we'll go to uh, this uh, Sarah Johnny football in the news. Ugh. Johnny Manziel. I thought he was in like rehab or something. He was in rehab, and uh, he's he's out of rehab. And here's how he's talking now, though. He's trying to be a more more adjusted, more mature, more adult Johnny Manziel who wants to run the Cleveland Browns sure. as a quarterback. Sure. And he has stated. The money sign will not be back. So the money sign is what he used to do every time they would score a touchdown. He'd hold up his hands and pretend like, uh, you know, rub his thumb on his fingers. Oh, what a dude! Like he's flashing his money. Okay. That used to be his thing. And his, his, this is actually him speaking. At times, Johnny Football probably took over me a little bit, and I bought into that. I didn't do my best to hush things down, push down the hype. At times, I welcomed it with immaturity and just accepted that a little bit. And that's my fault. At the end of the day, everything that happened last year is not on anybody else but myself. But he does reference Johnny Football as like an alter, an alter ego that he doesn't oh want to come back. God. So. You can always tell when someone's not crazy when they start to talk about their alter egos if it's someone completely different. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, and finally in ball talk. Because it is just a little little potpourri of balls today. Got this. Uh, do you know who Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas is? I'm not sure if you would know that name because it's a little bit before your time of watching the NBA. Right? Okay, right no, I, I know Well, no, the... it was still there when you were when we were doing our show for the Trailblazers. Yeah, I know he that was name. Still there. Uh, that was kind of the tail end of Gilbert Arenas' career a couple of years ago. Okay. So he used to be an all star in the NBA. He was kind of like, like a, he was kind of a big deal for a little bit. 
Gilbert Arenas. He then got a whole bunch of injuries. He's out of the NBA, hasn't played for a couple of years. However, he uh, is in the news right now because TMZ has video and reported about a video that Gilbert apparently posted himself. And it is a video of him taking a giant piece of concrete and smashing one of his Mercedes. Whoa. The reason is this. So I guess his uh, longtime girlfriend broke up with him and supposedly broke 34 windows at his house. On top of that, what really sent him over the edge was through, she threw his computer into the pool and the computer had his Netflix password on it. And this pissed him off. Okay. So on Instagram, he posted this video. And uh, I guess this Mercedes is, it's in his name. He bought, he bought it. So but he bought she's it the one that, smashed his She's own? the one that drives it all the time. Uh. So he smashed it to show her how much he cares. Wow. He yeah. really. So it was. Revle- he really punished her with that one. Yeah. It was basically revenge because of that Netflix password, though. That's what, that's what it all came down to. Because there's no way you can recover a Netflix password if it's on that computer. You can't get back to it. Never, ever. It's true. And you can't use it on multiple computers or share it at all. Not at all. So there we go. Gilbert Arenas. He seems pretty bright. Very bright. Yeah. Very bright guy. Mad about his Netflix password. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, sports. So it's not a water filter that you got me. It's not a water filter. Okay. You know where I got a good water, water filter, though? Wow. Where did you get one, Greg? Next Adventure. Oh. Fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio, Next Adventure, uh, right there on the corner of Stark and Grand, and of course with uh, the uh, paddle store right down the street, and um, their store up in Scapoose Bay. They've got all kinds of different stuff. Nextadventure.net is where you can find all the information about them, and they are awesome and also up for Best Outdoor Store in Willamette Week's Best of 200. So Best you, of Portland, yeah. Best of Portland. Best of Portland. So um, go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Willamette Week link right there, and you can vote for us for Best Podcast. That would be awesome if you took a second just to do that because it's free. All you need is an email password, and then you can vote for Next Adventure and Bike Gallery, our fine sponsors as well. Absolutely. Secret Society. We've yeah, it would mean – I mean it just takes a couple uh, – probably like two minutes tops. Yeah. And you're not going to get spammed or anything, but no. it would be cool if we won. It would be cool. So vote for us for Best yeah. Podcast right there. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Willamette Week link, the banner right there on the page. All right. Send us an email, FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic. You are the best. You are amazing. How you doing, crazy? Hey, well, send me some carrot beer. That'd be real nice. Wow. It's pretty good, huh? You would think I was Australian if you didn't know. Was, it's not too shabby. Fuck it out, Don G. Okay, that's enough. Hey, you ain't going to walk about that. Okay. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. <laughs> oh, God. You're an idiot. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>